Anger is an emotion that can really get the best of us, and unfortunately, it can also lead to some disheartening and even embarrassing situations. Today, we're going to talk all about how to really manage our temper and get our anger under control. Welcome back. My name's Nina and I'm a life coach that specializes in personal development. Here at this channel, we talk about everything having to do with our emotional well-being, understanding our own psychology and leading our best life possible. So if you aren't already a subscriber, please take a moment and become one. We definitely want you to stay connected. Anger is an emotion that involves a hostile response to a hurt or a threat or a perceived injustice. It can be a normal and natural emotion to have and actually be helpful in some situations. It's important, however, that we learn how to manage our anger so we make sure that it is helping us in our life and not just aggravating situations. So today we'll do three important things. The first thing is we will talk about the psychology of anger so we can kind of understand it a little bit better. Then we will talk about how to discern really the root of our anger or our anger issues. And lastly, I will give you 12 actionable steps that you can take right away to start learning how to control your anger so it does not control you. The first thing that we have to realize is that anger is actually what's considered a secondary emotion, which means that it is there to probably try to cover up a primary emotion. So a lot of times we will find that this primary emotion, which might be, for example, sadness or fear, is really lying underneath. But oftentimes it's really too painful for us to address these feelings, so our subconscious mind might try to shift us to feel anger instead. Anger can also sometimes give us the illusion of control. And if we are a person that tends to struggle with anger issues, oftentimes control is at the root of that. So we can feel that we're more in control of a situation if we feel angry about the situation than feeling vulnerable by feeling sadness or fear. The second thing that we have to realize is that we are the only ones that are responsible for our own feelings. So a lot of times when we feel angry, we like to claim that someone else is to blame for us feeling this way, that the actions or behavior or words of someone else actually caused us to have this reaction. So when we claim that, that is actually something that is very emotionally immature because we are not taking responsibility for our own actions and feelings ourselves. We are putting the blame on another person. That does not mean, however, that the person didn't do something wrong. It's very possible that that person actually did something that was not acceptable in your eyes. However, we always have the control of how we can react to the situation. It's always possible that someone else in the same situation would actually have a different response. They may feel more sympathetic. They may feel more calm about it. Every person is different and we all have different attitudes and reactions and perceptions. So because that's something that only we can control, it's not fair for us to say that someone else is actually to blame because it is entirely possible that again, if someone else were in that same situation, they would react in a different way. So that being said, let's go ahead and talk about three different steps to really getting to the root of our own anger and really starting the healing process for ourselves. 
So the first thing that we want to do is to try to discern what that primary emotion actually is. So we talked about how anger is usually a secondary emotion that is really trying to cover up a different emotion. So we want to think about what the actual primary emotion might be in this circumstance. So for example, if we kind of figure out that the primary emotion really is fear and it's having to do with our relationship, we also want to think about what meaning we are giving to that fear. So for example, is the fear really saying to us that we don't think that we are good enough or that we are feeling that maybe our partner wants to leave us? So these are all the things that we really want to identify when we are really looking into that primary emotion. And then we want to see if there's actually a pattern that has developed because of this emotion. So from there, we can look at if there is a deeper need that isn't being met, or if there is some kind of open wound that needs to be healed. So for example, we may have some real guilt issues that we haven't dealt with, or we may still be feeling grief over a situation, but we want to see if there is some kind of actual pattern here. And the third thing that we need to do is to learn healthy ways to deal with that primary emotion. So we're not going to get fooled and just look at the issue as anger. We're going to dive deeper into that primary emotion and think of ways that we can start the healing process. Now, these three steps are essential to having true healing in our life because we are addressing the real problem. However, it is not a magic wand and realistically it does take some time to work through these issues, especially if they are deep patterns of behavior that have been with us a long time. So let's go ahead and talk about 12 different strategies that we can use to help us manage our anger while we are still experiencing it. The first thing that we can do is to learn to recognize the warning signs for us personally that we are about to get really angry. So it's different for every person, but maybe it could include shaking or getting really irritable or starting to make snappy comments. We may have some signals from our body like our chest pounding really hard or getting really sweaty, but we wanna to start to notice what tends to happen right before this anger erupts. The second thing that we can do is to take a step back, take a time out when we know this is about to happen. So once we are understanding what our warning signs are, we want to really take that step back, take a breather because we do not want to react and do something that we regret. So many times when we're angry, we do things that we aren't proud of and really aren't in alignment with who we are as people. It's just a reaction and a lot of times we're really out of control. So if we can take a step back before that reaction actually happens, that's just gonna give us enough time to potentially cool down. The third thing that we can do is to break the habit of trying to really hurt or take revenge against the person that we feel is causing our anger. So again, we want to take responsibility for our own actions and really try not to punish somebody else. We need to always learn to think before we speak because we cannot take those words back. So we want to ask ourselves, is this really how I feel? Is this going to be something I'm going to regret. We always want to do things that we are in full awareness of only. 
The fourth thing that we need to do is to stop jumping to conclusions and assuming that we are right in this situation. So many times when we are angry, we haven't even considered what the other person's viewpoint might be. So we want to wait until we have all the information before we take action or make any kind of judgment. The fifth thing that we can do is once we have calmed down and once we are in control of ourselves again, we want to go ahead and calmly express how we are feeling and what our concerns actually are. So again, we don't want to be confrontational. We just want to be assertive and we want to just make sure that we are giving an accurate account of how we are thinking and what our thought pattern actually was in this situation. One extremely effective strategy is to always use statements that start with the word I. So instead of saying you did this and then he did this and then they did that and all this blame going around, you want to again claim responsibility for your actions and feelings and say, I felt like this because I noticed that, you know, whatever it is, but you don't want to use statements that are accusatory. You always want to bring it to the I statements. The sixth thing that we can do is to make sure that we are really taking good care of our physical health. So, so often we are just not feeling well and that kind of makes us lash out. So if we are tired or we are not eating well, of course, we're not going to really feel like ourselves. So we want to make sure that we are making sleep a priority, that we are always having a healthy diet and that we are eating enough. And we are also making sure that we are exercising because when we exercise, not only does it help us with our physical health, it also helps us to release unwanted emotions. So that is something that is very important as well. The seventh thing that we can do is to actually look for simple solutions to common triggers for us. And this is so important. So for example, if we know that we always get angry because our husband oftentimes comes home late from work and we have dinner prepared and it's sitting cold on the table and it's something that we find really, really irritating, perhaps we can just start to move the time that we actually eat dinner so it doesn't even become an issue anymore. I know a lot of times that we don't want to solve these problems because we really like in some way that we can blame that other person. But when we can just have these little solutions, you know, whatever they are, given the circumstances in our own lives, we're going to find a lot more peace because it's just one layer of aggravation that we can remove. The eighth thing that we can do is to make sure that we have enough humor and fun in our life. And a lot of times we have a lot of negative emotions because we are not balancing them out with positive emotions. So we know that when we laugh, it just relieves so much tension and really adds a sense of levity into our lives. We want to make sure that we are watching funny movies, reading funny books, being around people that make us laugh and enjoy life. But whatever we need to do to start remembering to have that sense of joy and fun in our life and make sure that we are scheduling time for fun because if we don't schedule it, a lot of times it doesn't really happen. So we want to make it as important as let's say your doctor's appointment. So you're going to say at two o'clock on Tuesday, I am going with my friend to this new funny movie that is coming out and you're going to make it a priority for yourself. But you want to get in the habit of doing this on a regular basis. 
The ninth thing that we can do is to learn to forgive past grudges and to forgive people in general because what is happening when we hold on to all these grudges and anger and even sometimes hatred, we are really punishing our own selves. Holding in that negativity harms us much more than it is harming that other person. So it's actually a gift we can give ourselves when we can actually offer forgiveness to these people and situations. The 10th thing that we can do is to actually seek help if we need it. So sometimes anger is something that we really can't get under control. We want to, but it's something that we just can't do ourselves. So certainly we can reach out to family or friends if we're comfortable doing so. And always we can reach out to a mental health professional. So we just wanna make sure that if we feel that this is something that is just out of our control, that we get the help we need because we definitely don't want to continue to live this way. The 11th thing that we can do is to learn relaxation skills or just take time to relax in general. So that might include yoga, could include meditation or deep breathing exercises, but we want to find effective strategies to help us calm down, not only in the moment, but in life in general. So we just want to find different ways to help us feel more peaceful and relaxed day to day. And the 12th thing that we can do is to keep a journal of our emotions. So we always want to make sure that we are expressing ourselves. And a lot of times we have anger because we have kept everything bottled in and it just eventually kind of explodes out of us. So we just want to make sure that we are providing ourselves with different ways to really you know, express ourselves and let these emotions out in an effective manner. And for me personally, I really do like to keep a journal of my emotions and always pay attention to those negative emotions because once we know that they are there, we can address them and we can make changes and really transform those emotions into something that is much more positive for us. So once we can truly learn to take full responsibility for our emotions and for our actions, we are going to really notice this huge sense of freedom in our life. It's like a weight is dropped off of our shoulders. And we can always practice these 12 strategies while we are working on our anger. Again, it does not happen overnight. Anger is oftentimes a habit. So it will take a little time to really transform this habit, but it is certainly possible to do so. And you will find once you're able to get your anger under control, you will have so much more peace and fulfillment and happiness in your life. So I wish you so much luck and love in this process. Make sure you are really practicing self-care while you are going through this self-analysis because it can oftentimes bring forward some uncomfortable emotions and you want to really learn to love yourself through that process. So I thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this video, please like it and share it with someone else that may need to hear the same very message. Also, if you are Aren't already a subscriber please take a moment and become one we definitely want you to stay connected and I thank you so much for spending time with me today have an absolutely amazing day